<laughs> this editing job is going to be such a nightmare for you. I'm so sorry. My name is Lou, and tonight we have Kem. Hello. And Timbered Taft. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what was that hesitation? I didn't hesitate. Timbered Taft. Timbered Taft. Uh, Timbered Taft. There's an ED on yes. That. Hel- hello. It's a pleasure to be here with uh, Ken and Kyo. Kem. Kem. Capital K, capital E, lowercase m. Kem. Kem. I misspelled his name is at once, and someone ran with it in the chat, so I just keep telling everyone that his name is Kem, and they all started calling him Kem. Yeah, so Agent well, 5501 calls me Kem all the fucking time. <laughs> good, good. This is good. This is what I wanted. Yeah. Yes. Kimberly. Well, I remember, remember, next month, or like in December, it's it's Kem-sember. <laughs> Kem-sember, yeah. <laughs> you could do no Kember. No Kember, no. Yeah, play games that don't feature a Ken. <laughs> yeah, no Kens. Never. No Kens. Not once. So like, now that you guys have noticed my theme, everyone's be like, what was the theme? <laughs> like, there's no Kens in it. They're like, there's one game with a Ken in it. It's Street Fighter. <laughs> oh. Well, we're only playing Street Fighter in Ken Sember. Yeah. We're going to play Fist and North Star. Ken- <laughs> Leon Kennedy. We're going we're gonna to play Resident Evil 4. And you can play six. You and should play six. six. Everyone loves that. Okay, I'll play six. Uh, you know, it could be really interesting digging deep into the games. Like, what if one of the racers in Wave Race 64 is called Ken? Then you'd have to play Wave Race 64. It's like, this yeah. is the obscure bullshit I do for my themed weeks. Well, you know, these both have a mechanic where you can turn backwards with the B button. And they're like, that's a really obscure detail to make a theme around. It's like, but it works. In this game, you works. can do a half press of the A button. Don't, don't get me started on the half press A button. <laughs> this is the most boring video known to man. Oh, God. I am really... Sh- like, And this isn't to... like If if you're into to speedrunning stuff, that's cool. Um, I just find it really interesting that it's exploded so much that we've gotten to the point now where people speed run games people watch people speed run games people make videos about the videos where people did speed runs of the games like i just i'm wondering how much further we're going to recurse in the kind of content getting made what's weird with speed runs though is we've gotten to the point where it's weird to not speed run certain games it is yeah. like if you're playing like mario 64 or like Resident Evil 2, or like, I don't know, maybe Ocarina of Time, if you're streaming it on Twitch, they're like, this is blind, or this is blind playthrough? Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, 
I've only ever seen speedruns of them. Like, how have we gotten to the point where certain games are only speedruns? Dude, that was me with Sunshine the whole time, every single day. So it'd be like, hey, uh, how's your speedrun going, Timber? <laughs> like, anytime I'm like, I'm just playing Sunshine for basically the first time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should do that for Majora's Mask. Hey, do it. I, never I mean, some people, like, I mean, there's so. still, like, a market, to so to speak, for um, blind playthroughs of these, but it's just really weird that, like, the default is, oh, is this a speedrun of this? Like, there's certain games people come in and they just say, like, is this a speedrun? There's even, like, a Twitch team called, is this a speedrun? Well. Because they have people who play things that are typically speedrun, but they don't run them. Oh, Timber, here's another game that I have to play. I have to play the 1994 Super Nintendo hit, Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Especially 94. That's What, what is that on, the SNES? Yes. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> um, there's also um, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball on the N64. All right. Ooh, there you go. Moving up I in the world. I just um, Googled games featuring a Ken. So Ken's gonna do a month of month theme thing. Sorry if I'm stealing your thunder here. Where all the, <laughs> the games all feature someone named Ken. Um, if you really want to go out on a limb and like really like go Ken adjacent, you could play Bioshock One or Bioshock Infinite because they were made by a Ken. <laughs> and there are some Barbie games. I'm just getting like a bunch of here's like here's all the Ken yeah, Griffey Jr. games. I'm gonna play. Out. I'm gonna play Toy Story Three because it features Ken the doll. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to play it, but yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be able to play it other than it just being a generally mediocre game? I'm going to find a random football player in Madden and then <laughs> I'll play him. <laughs> yeah, like I remember Kyo was complaining when he saw me playing Toy Story 2 that it's like a, a C-tier game at most. Like if you see... It is. I don't know. If you see the, the 360 Toy Story 3 game that they released... It's definitely, like, it's definitely A-tier when you're doing, like, a, a straight-up comparison in the series. Well, see, the thing with the 360 one is that game sucks unless you're playing toy bo- or toy box mode. Like, why would you play through the story mode of that? Toy box mode is where it was at for that one. Also, remember, licensed games just got worse over time. Mm. To the point where we don't even really get them anymore. We don't get licensed games. That anymore. is like think about it. Well, all, uh, I mean, all the ones that come out are like, um, like other than the licenses of like, um, you know, MLB stuff like that. As far as licensed game goes, they're either original ones like Avengers, which are very rare to come out, or they're mobile games. Or the most profitable and common thing has been sideline DLC in popular titles, where Wait, they're just like, like hey, why make? Why make an Avengers game? Like, I know they just did, but why make that when you can just put Thanos in Fortnite? Right. That does... It hits more people. It's a free game, so, like, they don't have to worry about the opt-in buy, and then they will get money from that alone. That exposure alone is more profitable than having someone make a game about Avengers Endgame, which is kind of a bad comparison to pick because it just came out with an Avengers game, but it's a very different thing. But, like, we used to get... Remember, we got, like, all the X-Men games came out on, like, you know, 6-gen consoles, GameCube and stuff like that. We got the Captain America game, the Hulk game, stuff like that. We don't get those anymore. Well, yeah, back yeah, back then it was the Wild West. I mean, there were licenses for games being. Uh, sorry, uh, there were licensed games coming out that 
were literally just you never heard of the source material before and you would never think mm-hmm. to make a game out of that concept i mean honestly that's what was keeping thq afloat at the time <laughs> yeah i mean i know a lot and of them were terrible but like them, so. just remember there is an actual like duck hunters video wait not duck hunters what were those guys Talking about Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's it." Yeah, there's stuff like that. I mean, there's a, there's a lost video game that's canon to the story of Duck Hunt. Lost. There is a lost. Oh, yep. Like the TV show Lost, lost via Damis. It's the best yeah. game ever because it tells you to go hide in the banyan trees. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to hide from the smoke monster. Hmm. You get up in them banyan trees. Yeah, but like, I mean, we don't really get those much anymore. I'm like, even trying to think. One of my favorite games is technically a licensed title. The Ring Terrors Realm is a licensed title. It doesn't doesn't have a lot to do with the ring. But like we don't get stuff like that anymore. We don't we just don't get them. I'm trying to think like a more recent one that would like fit that, you know, old licensed style. I mean title, NBA uh, Fast and Furious. Cause like um THQ when you're saying they kept them afloat, once they said they weren't making Nickelodeon or kids games anymore. They cra- like they want yeah they it. crashed they <laughs> they crashed like, really hard like they was like they're like we want to focus on real games it's like you guys should probably still make that shitty SpongeBob game I'm gonna be completely honest do you want the money there is the but SpongeBob like, the, the rehydrated era. that came out that's technically licensed I'm not sure oh, I mean it is licensed no that that's that's like one of those old holdover ones but it was like I will someone tell me why people like that game my girlfriend really likes it she bought the rehydrated one she's barely touched it it's uh. It's kind of hard for me to explain because I I thought for the longest time that I had played it and enjoyed that. But as it turns out, the game that I enjoyed was even more niche and probably not as good as I remember it as that would be. Uh, I've just played the SpongeBob the movie game, which is a strictly uh-huh. licensed game of the movie that released kind of tied in around the same time. And it was just a straight platformer. I played a, I played a really cheap um one i played uh operation crabby pandy uh, operation crabby patty whatever i just said which was just a pc one that's absolutely absolutely garbage and i, I don't even remember you went jelly fishing i think you got a you stopped plankton from getting the crabby patty i don't know how to make this one any more <laughs> different sounding than like the basic plot of spongebob well, i i hate I, I think i think my favorite thing about my memories with the spongebob license game that i actually enjoyed for some reason was it was possible to just get you would play as patrick right and you could get him to do these cartwheels and if you kept tapping the button you could just have him infinitely car uh, cartwheel around and eventually he'd say lines like "wee" or something like that and i just did that for like i don't know probably an hour i don't remember what the hell happened in that game that's all i remember is that i could cartwheel patrick (laughs) so probably simpler times made that game enjoyable Dragon Ball Z games are usually good licensed ones. I forget we get those, but they're all like. But if you look now, like all the quality of them has increased. Like if they're releasing a Dragon Ball fighting game, they gave it to who? Was that um Axis? Not Axis. Um, Arc Systems, right? Yeah, it was Arc System. Okay, there you go. So like when they make them now, they like make them more worth people's time. So or they like um with Ruby, like when they made um Ruby characters for a game, they just made them as DLC for another game instead of making a Ruby game. Yeah. They made the the cross tag battle game, which is actually really good. If it wasn't riddled with the DLC shit, if the, yeah, the DLC um way they were selling that was a lot better. I would have bought it, but I mean, there's like uh, so we copy pasted characters from a game we've already made, yeah. and um the rest you guys need to buy. Half of it, 
half of the characters you need to fucking buy. You know, fucking I... stupid. And that was the death for the Blaze Blues, Blaze Blue franchise right there, and I'm kind of mad. Yeah, I haven't seen Blaze Blue in a while. Yeah, so. uh, they'll probably target it for a remake in the next few years or so. Yeah, they're they're going all in on fucking Guilty right now. It's so weird. The the follow up to Guilty Gear. Wait, no, the Blue Blaze Alternative Dark War. What is this? iOS, Android. Never mind. <laughs> Damn, that's your question. <laughs> you know, a series has died when it like. Well, the next game's gonna be mobile only. Only. Okay. Everyone worried about Animal Crossing with that. And like, here's Pocket Camper. Like, shit. Please don't kill it off here. Please don't. Can you imagine if they just never released another Mario game after releasing Mario Run? That was. <laughs> that would just be really funny for that to. I just had to think. I'm like, oh yeah, Mario Run came out. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. I mean, the Tomodachi before, and like Mii style Nintendo games. Before really scummy with the mobile shit. I mean, yeah. Remember when they released Mitoma? We're like, we're never gonna be shitty about things. We're like, okay. And then they're like, oh, it didn't sell. So now we have to be shitty about things. Yeah. Damn. All that talk of licensed video games makes for a perfect segue into talking about the uh, Bionicle game. <laughs> no, last time we talked about Bionicles, no one. Like, it was like nine views on that podcast. Good lord. Bari was like, I was so bored. I had no idea what to talk about. It just sounded like three old men talking about something I didn't know. I thought you lived in the same world as me, but I don't think so. I always forget how young he is until he says something like that. I'm like, why are you hanging out with all old people then? <laughs> This is on you. <laughs> I was actually having a, a really interesting conversation with someone recently where uh, we noted that because of the nature of where our generation kind of ended up with, with growing up in the 90s and seeing everything evolve from like both sides, um, there there is kind of a disconnect even going back just five years and trying to interact with with kind of the more modern generations since you, even just going back five years you find people who did not exist in a world without internet which was not mm. really the case for us which means that they're they they never got that exposure to know like oh yeah i remember the 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 good old days of doing things that weren't a computer yeah, doing things that weren't a computer. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, th I think the biggest thing for me is just with uh, with phones these days. I, I like, I, I have my phone, I use it, but I don't think I use it anywhere near to the same level as, I guess, the, the Zoomer generation does. It's weird, you're younger than me, but I'm like, I use my phone all the time, I, but like, I don't... I use it, but... I always prefer like, I don't do a TikTok. But I always yeah, I don't do TikTok. Yeah. I just always prefer to be on my computer when I can. Where that's definitely not the case with younger people. Like I'll see them sit around on their phones with a TV and a computer in the same room. I'm like, what are you doing? Go to the more comfortable thing that's designed for actually browsing properly. No, what you do is you sit in front of your computer and then you pull up YouTube on your phone. <laughs> yeah. I can't be the only person that's done this. Uh, when you're on your computer, nothing's going on. You pull out your phone and you go to YouTube. My friend did this, and his girlfriend's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> She's like, "You, you're on your computer. Why did you pull out your phone for YouTube?" Yeah, I think I've probably done that at some point as well. 
Usually it's because my computer's already logged off or something though, so I'm like, ah, but I'd have to type in a passcode. I don't want to have to load up the browser. How long is your passcode? Just do like a five or four. Well, I mean, it's short. It's just, it's more typing than it would take to just search on YouTube at that point. Yeah, my girlfriend, she never takes her computer anywhere but like home, basically. And she has like a sentence as a password. I'm like, this would be great if you were at college. And she's like, can you pull up the recipe of what I'm doing? I'm like, okay, what is it? And then she has to spell it out because it's not, it's a name of like a Greek god or something like that. I'm like, why can't you just make this four numbers like I do? <laughs> why can't this just be four numbers? Make it simple. You don't take this anywhere but here. Who's going to get in there and see your, I don't know, your Tumblr post about Animal Crossing? Don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, Speaking of phones, though. I think Alchemy Fox has a similar thing. Like, I'm like, what was the password? Oh, it's just this really long string of words. I'm like, oh, good. It's a haiku that means something important to me. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Speaking of phones, so I found my one of my last flip phones the other day, and I showed it on stream, and, like, half the chat was like, oh, my God, I, ha- I had something like this, had the, something like this, and the other one's like, what is that? <laughs> but I got, like... You oh, my what, God. <laughs> you know what I miss about flip phones? Like, when you wow. want to end the call angrily, you just go, like... And slam it shut. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I. I, I, I technically never had a flip phone because the phone I had was a clam design. It was design. I think it was called like a a switchblade or something. Like you would you'd base a razor. Was it a razor? Like you'd basically just flip the. You'd take the top, was push it, made it out, by Motorola? and it would have a, a a little keypad to type with. Um, it was actually Virgin Mobile. Virgin. Ken's other thing, other than cameras, is phones. <laughs> He uses the term daily driver, which I hate. Yeah. Wait, what 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 is hold on, what is that? I need I need to I need a briefing. Daily driver? Yeah. A da- a daily driver is what? A phone that you use on the rig and a phone that you that that's your main phone and you have What you got burner phone phones? Is, is that what you're talking about here? No, they just swap the, their SIM cards out to different phones when they feel like it. That sounds yeah. like a burner phone to me. Which is a weird concept to me. It's like, why don't you just use your one phone where you have it all customized? Like, well, no, you know, sometimes on an iPhone, sometimes I want to pop this in, have some Android, and then I also want to use my Huawei phone and <laughs> switch over to that. Hey, man, that's how I use my Sony phone. <laughs> yeah, or Sony phone, which my, I don't think my they sell Xperia phone. Hey, man, it has it. It records in 4K, so I'm not too bad. Yeah, what are you recording in 4K? What like is it? What is it you're doing <laughs> that you're recording for? Because everyone that buys is like, yeah, it has all this stuff. I'm like, what are you gonna do with it? They're like, oh, I don't know. It's like you're gonna post pictures of your fucking dog, and you're gonna zoom in on them so it's not 4K anymore. It's gonna be like 1K tops, and you're also just gonna record video with your like vertical. So get out of here. Get out of here with your stupid phone. But then they'll post it to YouTube, and the algorithm will post it to the entire world three months later. It's like, but it's a cute yeah. dog. What's well, another interesting thing about the Sony phones as of right now is you can use it as a display monitor for your Sony cameras, which is really interesting. So mm. instead of buying like a two to three hundred dollar um, only monitor thing for your video camera, you can use your phone and convert that. So How much do the phones cost? About three hundred. But you can actually call on it. While the other thing, it's the monitor only. Can't you? I feel it? like a selling point of, of a phone nowadays is not you can call on it. 
But you can make phone calls, but like, I don't know if I want that, man. <laughs> I'm buying a phone, you know? If I want Plus, to I gotta me, use I it for all my, uh, all my other burner line accounts. <laughs> Alright, well, let's... <laughs> so now we're getting to the video game portion of the Potosaurus podcast. I mean, hell, we were talking about video games. <laughs> let's, let's change things up. Let's talk about news first. Whoa. The news... Whoa. Anything happened game-wise that's been interesting? So which which thing you want to talk about first? Oh, let's, let's just start about the stuff I don't care about. Cyberpunk was delayed. Yep. Don't care. Don't, don't care, care at all. I, I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. They can, they can uh, suck yeah. it at this I point. Know. I, I, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are canceling pre-orders. And I'm like, good, yeah, fuck them. If they can't stick to their promises, like, why why even do it? You know, as much flack as even, even I, like... I, I honor like certain studios, but if they were to pull the same shit like what what CD Projekt is doing right now, I would be fucking pissed off too. If like Kojima Production was doing what they were doing, what CD Projekt is doing, no, I wouldn't give him the slight. Didn't they would... promise no crunch at the beginning of the year, and yep. they've just been in crunch all year? Yep, they've been in crunch like ever since around when the pandemic hit. So and they delayed the game. At least four times now within this year. I don't know why things just don't come out next year. It was like supposed point, to be coming, coming out when? March? March or April? Yeah. And then they pushed it back originally. Then they pushed it back to August. Then they pushed it back to November. Now they pushed it back to December. And they're like, yeah, we realized partway through development that this was going to be a cross-gen title. So we need an additional 21 days to optimize. Like, and then they listed the amount of versions they need for like the... uh like each individual like setting on the new systems and stuff plus the old ones it's like didn't you go into this knowing that those consoles were coming out like at least two years ago like i'm pretty sure like developers knew about these consoles at least two years ago like when they had keanu on stage everyone was talking about the next gen consoles already yeah it's hard to say i i want to give them I want to give them the benefit of the, of the doubt because I know that they, whenever they have released a game as a studio, whenever they have released a game, it was always um, not necessarily polished to a mirror shine, but they just always had this capability of pretty uniform, high fidelity, regardless of what system they were throwing things on. Like, the fact that The Witcher 3 looks as good as it does on the Switch is a monumental achievement, considering how sometimes even my own desktop that's basically designed to run The Witcher 3 still still sometimes chokes on it. And I know that there's a difference in quality. There's definitely some corners getting caught, but it still looks mm, phenomenal but, for, for what the Switch is. Like, my yeah, whole I mean, thing they... is with 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 them being like, oh, we gotta optimize for the next gen to be day and date. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can do what Spider Man is doing. You can do just what Spider Man is doing. Have it released on the old gen, and then be able to to go up to next gen and have that polish and shine for free whenever the fuck it comes out. Or same mm-hmm. for, or do it at a lower cost. What like NBA was doing. You know, as much flack as I give 2K, what they did is they gave a discount if you bought them together. Yeah, because they went. Wasn't it like you got both versions for like 80 or something like or 70? 
Yeah, something like, like 80, that. 80 or ninety dollars. You got it at a reduced cost, but you guaranteed your ticket, so to speak. Hmm. They're just doing this so that they can have it as much as they wanted to. When they already knew that the next gen was already happening. Yeah, it's like their reasoning behind it was just like, well, and they already said they weren't going to do any crunch, and they won't confirm whether or not this will do more. I mean, this is obviously going to be if they're just the game's gold already. The game's already been printed. It's on disc. It's in warehouses. Like, it's already been made. So this is just, like, developers working overtime for a day one patch. Yeah, and the fact that it so. is a day one patch does suck. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not bad. It's uh, it's unfortunate. I just I just hope that it's still a good game regardless. I don't fucking care about Cyberpunk enough to talk to you about it, Ken. I mean, it'll just be us ripping on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cyberpunk sucks and Timber's got bad taste. So we, we already <laughs> knew that. Let's go look for picnic spots in The Witcher 3. That's exciting. Don't take this out. We'll find out if he listens to the podcast or not. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Any time that I think will be very interesting if he as a testament to whether or not he listens. What were you saying about that? I was just saying that The Witcher 3 is an amazing game and I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. I just hope that these bad symptoms aren't also going to carry over into being a bad game but well, it does sound like, deflating. I, I don't i don't doubt that it'll be a solid game but the thing is the stigma around it and it just being pushed out like this and extended to hell at this point just so that it can cover the the keanu bill so to speak it's gonna sell well regardless even with all this stigma the masses that don't really follow the the gaming news so to speak are gonna be like they see keanu or they see they'd see everyone talking about it and they're gonna they're gonna jump in so to speak i i'm not too afraid of it but the thing is studios shouldn't be able to get away with this kind of shit yeah yeah and that's that's the only thing that i'm like like what the what the hell is going on here? Because, hey, you guys promised there's not going to be any crunch at the beginning of the year with this with everything going on. Then you guys extended or ex- delayed it initially, which is fine. I understand because of everything that was going on. You people aren't. It's much more difficult to do this at home. But when it got gold, there was there shouldn't have been no reason without a doubt to be like what why the why the hell are we delaying this like i can understand like say they're like okay we found out that there was like you know quality issues with the prints so we're like removing those things like that which you're like okay that's understandable and like as of yesterday okay today is the 27th as of yesterday they said on their twitter account full confirmation no more delays today they said there's a delay like yeah just- I, I i do think part of this is also um there's kind of a couple pieces to it one is the the old separating the creation from the creator discussion which is always kind of a gray area topic of you know how much does who the person was that made the art come into your biases of your enjoyment of said art well not not only Um, that it's a because there's such a big company at this point it's the the whole thing of pr and social media, they need to be kind of yeah. on the fucking ball at this point, because it, yeah, there's that too. I mean, if this if this happened in the '90s, which first of all, they wouldn't have given us 
uh, rolling release estimates in social media in the 90s. We would have been either given a solid date or a TBD, and we just get it whenever the hell it actually came out. Whenever the hell, like, Nintendo Power gave us the date. And you also wouldn't have all of the the conversation revolving crunch or or whatever. Like, you would not be any wiser, but we, we do have the kind of both the the luxury and the curse of social media instant gratification and being able to put these companies under a microscope in a way to where these are suddenly ethical factors that were never really considered before. So I'm a big maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like zoned out for a split second <laughs> when you're talking and you're like I came back and I'm like, what was he talking about? <laughs> I don't have a response. I'm like, I'm hoping Ken will say something. No, I just, I just don't want to deal with this game no more. I, I just want I it out. Anyway. I just want it out, so I don't need to hear about it. My friend keeps on telling me about it, and I'm like, dude, why are you putting... I know that you really like Seed Project, but you shouldn't be putting them on such a high pedestal. Like I, like, like I said earlier, if, if a studio that I really love did this shit, I would call them out. The Final Fantasy 15 team. Yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen, Final Fa- the Square was doing shit, and same for Kingdom Hearts. Dow. I mean, did you play the demo for the Kingdom Hearts music game? Oh yeah, that was something. I don't find it fun. I don't find it, there's too much stuff going on. It's like, like they the- p- they picked apart what was so good about theater rhythm and ramped and somehow some way. Tetsunomura got into it <laughs> and made it more complicated than it needed to fucking be. It just the controls for it. Like I played the demo for it. I don't know if it, there, there's a new Kingdom Hearts music game coming out that is a continuation of the main story that still isn't over. Yeah, because of course, of course of not. Of course, of course not. And they put, released a demo with four songs I don't care about because like two of them are like Alice in Wonderland. I'm like boo. Boo, Alice in Wonderland sucks. I don't want to listen to this music. So, like, none of the demo songs are actually really good music game songs. Yeah. And the music play and the game plays, like, theater rhythm with characters in combat, which is really weird. Like, because before it was kind of, like, all fairly simple. This is too complicated. Yeah, it's... They took, like, the meat of what theater rhythm was, and then they were like, yeah, we're going to branch out the complication and add too many things on screen so i'm kind of just like "Mm." it reminds me of like it's like they took kingdom hearts and shoved theater rhythm like the two gameplays together it reminds me of when they took chain of memories from the game boy advance and shoved it together with kingdom hearts 2 to make that re-chain of memories thing and Mm. how it didn't work Mm. it's one of those where it's like you do too many things that don't work together now it just makes it bad you made the good thing bad good job Oh man, I don't know. I bought the Pokemon DLC. Ooh. I haven't started the new one yet, so I'm I'm gonna. Here's my update on that. Since so you're this is on still Isle Isle of Thundra or armor armor armor. It's boring. It's boring. Yeah, like the whole game. Like now, did you it's finish worse. Timber? Did you finish? No, it? no. Timber, I couldn't it's... get I couldn't get past the first like hour and a half because it plods along. Timber the it's somehow worse than the main game. Yeah. But it costs more money. Just just as much. There are no trainer fights out in the world. 
It's just it's just Pokemon catch, which is really interesting. So like, I I follow the community that does the the Professor Oak challenge and the mm-hmm. Shiny Catch challenge. So they've been really enjoying this game, the 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 DLC and stuff like that because it adds more content. But I'm I'm looking at it and I'm just like, there's no real meat to this. I mean to me. To me, it'd be like having um, a DLC dungeon for a JRPG, but there are no boss fights. It's just a straight dungeon. Yeah. It's a straight line, and you can avoid all the encounters in the overworld if you want to. There might be a one or two scripted, like, like you know, mid-boss fights, but you never have an actual boss fight. Or, like, if you do have a real boss fight, it's like a two-turn, it's dead thing. Like... You start the DLC, all the Pokemon are level 60 because it would have been after you beat the game. So, of course, you're that level already. And I started at least the first one where like the Pokedex is like 220 Pokemon in it. I had half of them when I just walked on the island. Yeah. So, I'm like, awesome. Why are there so many of the Pokemon that are already in this game in this area when they're supposed to be adding in 200 new ones? And, like, I'm running around, I'm, like, looking, I'm, like, I have that one already, I have that one already. And I'm trying to, like, train up this legendary Pokemon to evolve it. And I'm just, like, looking, I'm, like, that's not going to give me any XP, so I'm not going to fight that. There's no trainer battles to get XP easily from. And they're just, like, come back when you've maxed out your friendship with this to continue the story. I'm, like, the story's been, like, three fights so far. Total. And they've all been, like, one-shot kills to every Pokemon they throw out because everyone has unevolved forms. Yeah. This costs thirty dollars. Yep. And there's not that Pokemon has to be hard, but there's no challenge in it whatsoever. If you have a challenge in this, it's because, like, I even removed all but two Pokemon of my party. One for a backup, so in case it got one shot killed, because sometimes that happens, that I wouldn't like go back to like you know, I wouldn't lose any money or whatever. And I had like a Drifloon and or a Drifblim and an Obstagoon. That's it. Nothing that can even do much been steamrolling the entire thing. Yeah, like and the they're thing both is, level sixty one. The thing is with this with this particular story, I remember that it's seventy percent just exploration and catching Pokemon and thirty percent story. If that because it's mostly that the tower. It's mostly getting Cub Fu, getting doing the challenge, and that's it. It's pretty much it. I haven't started the other one yet because like <laughs> I've just been honestly struggling to get through this one. Honestly, like the the new one from like I I just was watching a um, Professor Oak challenge with that one, and it seemed like a little bit longer, just a tad, because you have to do a couple couple of tasks to draw out like the legendary monster uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and the typing you have a remedial choice of which typing you want, kind of thing, kind of like what they did with Kung Fu and. All that mm-hmm. stuff. So, I kind of like that. But... If you, if you like legendary Pokemon stuff, then it might be good, like the second one. But, like, I'll, overall, it's... Oh, the second one is god-freaking-crazy with all, all the legendaries. Because you can get everything now. Mm-hmm. You can get everything. most everything. everything. Mostly there's everything. Still 350, there's 350 Pokemon missing still. Well, well, for the legendary sakes. You can get mostly everything. They even included new forms of Regis. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get the Regigigas in that game, you have to have all five yep. of the other yep. Regis, and yep. you only can get one of them in the DLC. You have to yep. choose. 
So you're going to have to get two copies. That's why I was... So I, I went back to Pokemon as well because I was like... I knew this, this situation was going to happen where I'm going to have to make binary choices. So... It's like, I went back, I'm like, I want to play some Pokemon. It's fall. I always want to play Pokemon during this time of year. Yeah. And I'm like, I want something new. It's like, at this point, I just want something new. Because, like, do I'll go through the other ones and drop them immediately. So, I'm like, I'll just spend the 30 bucks on it. Because that or buy, like, or play my girlfriend's copy of Shield. And I don't want to replay, Shield, like, Sword and Shield. Yeah. And do I'm you, just well, bored. At this point, do you think that either a remake or the Let's Go gold and silver like they've been kind of been rumoring around will bring you back or it depends if they do a let's go dota one um they're gonna actually have to have features in it like train like you know wild combat or wild pokemon fights yeah and held I, items. Need that. I need that i don't want strictly yeah you're gonna have to get pokeballs and catch like the to gain. The, 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 the catching mechanics and let's go sucked because if you didn't have the pokeball plus you just threw randomly, wildly all over the place. And you have to, like, hold it in one position and toss it, like, you know, lightly and hope that it goes like somewhere. For, and for then me, handheld I, mode I, is I remember we were having this conversation when it initially came out. For me, because I strictly played handheld, it was a little bit much more of an easier problem because you just aim it. But the thing is, if I was at work or if I was playing this at work, you will have to use the switches gyro system to be able to move around and i'm just gonna look like a crazy guy just swiveling in a chair mm-hmm. trying to get this stupid caterpie so yeah they're gonna actually have to add more gameplay to it which the thing is the let's go team is the better of the, the better team of the two yeah like at least that game looking back to it, i'm like wow this game has so much more polish than sword and shield i know it's more it's smaller in scope but like oh my god they, yeah the i think is, they're I gonna they have to though because of all the random events that is in gold and silver like the bug kitchen contest like what the hell are you going to do about that that stuff's either going to be cut or i I for sure think if they do it they're going to cut kanto yeah i'm 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 curious because the thing with the the thing about sword and shield is it's the game in the series that made me realize that i don't I don't really like Pokemon games Mm. as far as like a thing that I play. Like I love the aesthetics of the different Pokemon themselves. Um, I I even like hearing discussion about Pokemon. I just don't like playing it. Um, You just like the the watching. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like the Twitch plays thing is really entertaining or even just um, like, like seeing people like, who are who really know their stuff with the game can be entertaining but as someone who's just on the sidelines who back in the day and, and this is something else i, I kind of realized through sword and shield is i had a game boy color when i was younger there were five games for it there was a copy of earthworm gym which i lost there was yes. a copy of some shrek game that was definitely not good and that left me with um the legend of zelda oracle of seasons Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Gold. And even though I liked Gold of the Pokemon games that I've played, which, you know, quite a, quite a few in the series that I've at least tried, Pokemon Gold is the only one that I actually, like, saw through to the end and really enjoyed. I can't even really place my finger on what specifically about that one was better Gold's than usual. Cozy. Gold is cozy as heck. The music's good. The yeah. aesthetics are good. Like, the adding the night and day was, like, a big change over the previous one. I love one. that. 
Um, the held items kind of helped a little bit too, but I know a lot of kids didn't ever use them because they didn't know what they did. There's just something about like everything in gold worked together to be very cozy. Like look up national the national park theme for that game. Oh my god! It's oh yeah, really cozy the music theme. the music was very good. And then like so? you go back to like you know the first game at the end of it. So like you get to go back to Kanto and like it was just a good like start to finish. You felt satisfied, and like it was a um like overall it was just like a finished story. Like the whole thing. Like you started with red and blue. You played gold and silver. You went from that all the way back to the original one. Like you had closure. Yep. And then no other game has really hit that again. I know that's like probably really dating myself, but most of the other ones don't have that type of closure. Where like no, those two as a duology have a closure to them. It has a start. It has an end. You you almost don't need any more than that. If you grew up with those, I can understand why people don't want to move on just from a I have closure. I beat myself basically. I beat. The, the first trainer from the original game, I'm better than him, closure. And you don't need any more than that. The other ones were like, it just keeps it open-ended. Like, well, you know, you don't know what's out there. Okay. Well, this one, I, 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 beat, I beat me. I beat the better version of me. What else do I need to do? Like, I think maybe Black and White 1 and 2 have that a little bit. Yeah. Because the second one ends with, like, it wraps up the story of N. But like, none of the other ones do that. None of the other games do that. Only, like... The first two and then black and white one two have closure to them. So it's it's interesting that you say that. Like for 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 me, like we're, we're going into like full Pokemon now. <laughs> for me, <laughs> the the gold and silver was was the perfect bow tie. And if they are going to do, let's go, Johto, or a a remake of Diamond and Pearl. Personally, for me, I wouldn't mind either both. Yeah. Either one. Because for me, Diamond and Pearl is probably one of my favorite games. I played the fuck out of it, to be perfectly honest. And that was my, like, definitive bow for the series. Because after that, I've been kind of just going through the motions, so to speak, of, yeah, okay, I really like Pokemon. But for me... Diamond and Pearl was, and Platinum for that matter, I guess, was the definitive like end mm-hmm. for me. And then I, my love for it came back again at X and Y, but it's been just a rejuvenization, so to speak. It didn't really capture my eye. Like Sun and Moon, as as I jokingly love to put this, as much as it does feature the quote unquote Hawaii island style, it's it's not fun. In my point of view, I thought the older games did better with it, but like it's yeah. still you have to sift through. Here's the unskippable tutorial. Hey, you need to go to Pokemon School to learn how to catch Pokemon. Look, bud, these are 20th anniversary games. Do you think if you're trying to pull back in people for the 20th anniversary, they forgot how to do it? You go yeah. out in the wild, you hit a tech, it's low throw a ball at it. You yeah. got it. I don't need someone to tell me how to do that. Let me skip it at least. And then to your point with the Black and White series, Black and White 2 does feel like another end because it had the Champions Tournament. Mm-hmm. The I Champions Tournament cons- was probably one of the best things for that game, to be honest. I think they even considered at one point that being like one of the last ones they made. Yeah. Because they kind of make it like after that, that's when they started going into the more vapid, like empty ones. But well, I think they kind of thought they were finally done with that one. After at least X done with an entire era of that stuff. After Black and White was X and Y, right? If I'm remembering. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, so that's technically, that was the end of the timeline, because now they're doing the Mega Evolution timeline shit. Mm. Well, that one's also over. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Sword and Shield. Well, they they also didn't really timeline-wise Sword and Shield. The, no, the, whole Pokemon, just... the, the whole Pokemon fucking timeline. That's just that's just like the fucking Zelda timeline. I don't I don't even know what to do with that. Timber, how's the Zelda timeline? Have you ever played the first game in the timeline? There's the the Fallen Trainer timeline, where you died catching Pokemon. Um, what about the Fallen Eradicate ever... timeline? The Fallen Eradicate. Oh no. Ah, uh, that scene still upsets me. Like that that whole um the that whole boat trade. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. He got Butterfree back. Yeah, but eradicate. Uh but yeah, um, at least for that, like all next time we have one I'll hopefully have gotten through all the DLC. It's not that long. I just like that one came out, so I at least want to mention I was like going through it. Like I'm more interested in the second one just from a like there's more new stuff in it like i think as far as new pokemon in the first one it's like cub foo you can get one of its evolutions you can get the monkey um no you're right i think i think there's there wasn't much there wasn't much new versions Hmm. i mean there was the old forms but i mean but there's no like i guess there's the galar the galar um slowpoke and slowbro and stuff but like Since we got the slowpoke for free, it doesn't really it hasn't really occurred to me that it's interesting yet. Yeah. Because I haven't tried to evolve it. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm trying to think of anything else. The storyline's not interesting. No, the it, the person it, it, who's supposed to be your rival during it, like you just wipe the floor with them. The, there, okay, there's one challenge in it. You have to find 151 diglets. Oh yeah, that that bullshit. Yeah. And they give you um. I mean, if you're just like, I don't have any access to getting the Alolan forms of stuff. Or, you know, like, the ones that, like, are the non-Galar forms of the new ones. That's a good way to get them for, for like, you know, without having to do any trading. You can get them in there. The guy's like, here is a normal, or here's an Alolan Diglett. Here you go. Or here is a normal Slowpoke. So you can get the normal Slowbros, normal Slow King. And that's, like, it's cool that they have something in there. But if you have access to all the stuff already, it's just, like, which most people would, it's pointless. Also, like, there's no map, so you just have to look for them. And you just have, like, a little little, little spike of three hairs coming out of the ground. You have to notice, is that a grass tile? Is that, is that a low-res grass texture because it's Pokemon Sword and Shield? Or is that a Diglett head? Um, what else news? Devil May Cry won't have ray tracing on the Series S. Yeah, so for people that actually went out and got the Series S and thinking that you're going to get the more powerful one, at that time, they were like, oh, yeah, it'll be somewhat equal, even though it ain't. No, this is the first game that's like, yeah, stuff that's going to be on the X ain't going to be on the S. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one, if they said it was going to be on there, that's on them for lying about it. But then at the same time, um, you're spending $200 less than the main console. There's yeah. going to be a lot, a lot of concessions made for it. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. This is why I'm like I was I'm happy for for the most part what the PS5 is doing. The dis the digital edition is exactly the same except it just doesn't have a mm. a, a a disc launcher. So that's the only thing that's different. <laughs> a what? 
a, a, disc. Disc, a, disc, a disc launcher. launcher. <laughs> yeah, it's going to shoot, shoot the discs at me. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that the PlayStation could be used as a weapon. I mean, anything can be used as a weapon, Timber, if you hit hard enough. <laughs> Just decapitate people with the discs as they fly out of your PlayStation. You know, like, like, that, that one's a much better, more like noticeable. Like Since it is only the disc launcher being missing, you could see how it's like, this is the exact same thing, yep. but with less you know, compatibility for, like, you can do less with this. You can, it's just all digital. Yep. Whereas the Series S, with it being $200 cheaper, why would they give you basically just a discless version that's the same thing for 200 bucks cheaper? That was the confusing thing when people thought it was going to be the same thing. Like, I know they didn't do a good job of really, like, hammering home like you are getting an inferior product mm, so but it's still confusing yeah so all the I devil may know. cry all the devil may cry memes that have been coming out of this was hilarious yeah i don't know i i don't have a stake in this until i physically have a ps5 that i can play things on i mean or can... wait the six months until they release this on pc i mean this 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 is the thing you know I'm going to get both either way, but it's just, it's interesting to see what kind of corners each company is taking to kind of one-up the other, so to speak. To me, the S just feels like buying a a gaming laptop versus buying a gaming tower. Mm. And, like, I think PC owners would understand, like, I have a gaming laptop, I have a gaming PC. Do I expect the same level of quality, you know, like... I know a gaming laptop can cost as much as a gaming PC, but, like, the hardware in this is better. I would know that right off the bat. Like, I'm only the laptop only costs as much as it does for convenience. But, like, PC players would understand if you have, like, a 1080 in your tower, but then your laptop has a 1060, you know there's going to be difference in quality. Console owners don't know that, don't get that so much, because they've never had to. I really don't even like uh, yeah I guess I kind of understand but from my perspective I don't know why you would even target a cheaper version for for a console release like this because in my eyes I've always seen it as okay I get to choose the PlayStation the Xbox or the Nintendo if I want to get the console that's gonna give me the most like just access to the most games i'm gonna get a playstation or an xbox if i want to play games that are of good quality but i have some concessions on the tech department side i get the nintendo console i don't go okay i'm gonna make the concessions i would for a nintendo console but also it's gonna be xbox games that's not like in my radar well if you want to know who this is for this is for one people who just want to play new games they don't care what they are they just want to play new games with their friends especially with having game pass having so much stuff on it it's for that it's for families buying consoles for kids who are going to play it they're just going to play Fortnite on it they're just going to play you know minecraft uh, or minecraft going to play maybe see if they use with their friends and you know they're going to maybe touch it once a month yeah why spend five hundred dollars when there's a three hundred dollar alternative that's cheaper plays the same games and look look i don't understand what ray tracing is I play games on a Sega Saturn, and I'm like, wow, this looks pretty nice for a Sega Saturn. I don't know what ray tracing is, and I don't care. For for me, because originally I was going to go with the S, because, I mean, I'll get all the systems eventually, but, like, for me, Xbox wasn't a huge thing. Mm. Wasn't a huge get. I I haven't bought a physical game for the Xbox. 
in like years. I think the last game I bought was Halo, Halo Five Guardians, mm-hmm. and that was like what? At, that was around years ago. I years. own that. That was years ago. Years ago now. So like at least five five years, four to five years. So. It's been years since I played a physical game on the Xbox, and it gets to the point that, well, yeah, Game Pass, you got that, and all that stuff. So originally, I was gonna go with the S. I still might go with the S because I don't think that, like, for me, I can't see, I can't see 4K and the ray tracing and all that stuff. I can't see oh, 60 to 30 frames. I can't really see all that because I, I don't know. My friend gets on my case all the fucking time. About the six, yeah, the 60 to there, 30 does bother me. That's the biggest thing there, that would make me go, difference. Eh. If you play things that require quick movement, like if you play Del May Cry in 60 and 30, you would notice a difference. Oh, yeah. Like anything where like movement's big. If you play like, though, um, let's say you're playing, I don't know, Final Fantasy 10. And there's a 60 FPS version and a 30. You might not notice it as much. You might be like, oh, it's a little clearer. But since it's slow paced and not actioning, you're not going to notice. Oh, yeah. You have to have quick response. That's more of like you don't see it, but you notice it type of a thing. Like for 14, 14 has that. I couldn't see it until like he put it on. And I was like, I mean, I kind of see it, but I don't. Like, if you play more competitive shooters, you'd probably be the, like, I need this in 120, not 60 type of thing. Oh, well, when I was playing Overwatch, I, well, this is this is another thing, too, why I just hated PC gaming for a while. Because I, I was hard-locked on, like, fucking 15 frames. <laughs> so I would just see squares all the fucking time. So I'm just like, yeah, I can't play this. <laughs> and then when I played on the, the PS4, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what frame range that is. I think it's... 30 i I can't see it so yeah better than what you had yeah you can definitely notice when things are under 30 though go play um final fantasy 4 the 3d remake of it on steam it runs at 24 fps i mean yeah oh because it's uh yeah because all the the remakes now are are just uh the mobile copies yeah, it was the um the mobile version of the three of the DS one, which they never like you know fixed the frame rate to be at, at thirty, like it's unplayable for the resolution and the um frame rate for a lot of people because it's so jarring because it's still like two forty four p blown up to ten k to um um ten eighty, and then the frame rate never changed. Which yeah. when it's that small on like in that frame rate on a DS, you kind of like you're like okay this is fine, but you're like I'm on my nice you know timbers on his what. 3080 or whatever his 3000 series card and he's like why is this so shit <laughs> um or you could play uh majora's mask like we were talking about that runs at a native 20 frames per second and sometimes when the explosions are happening on screen it can get down to 10 but then you use that that uh you use that frame rate dip to phase through walls yes yeah you use that to <laughs> To skip the entire mass salesman conversation. What? Oh, don't worry about that. You the the mass salesman doesn't really come into play until after you make it past uh, falling down a mushroom laden hole. Again, what? <laughs> the only the only thing I know is Moon is coming down to kill you. Skull Kid is bad, and you turn into like Super Saiyan Link or something near the end when you get all the stupid stupid masks. Hey, they're not oh, stupid. And, 
They're and important. the one and, and the one that you have to go back and forth in time for like like I think it was the wedding. I know about oh, that. Oh, the um, the uh, what is that one called? Couples mask. No, it has a name, doesn't it? Cafe. Is it called the couples mask? The couples mask is the name of the the mask you get for that chain. Okay, what's what's the fox what, one? What's, what, yeah, what's the quest called? The, that's the Keaton mask, and I, Keaton the, mask, the, yeah. the the quest. I mean, I guess it's just the. I mean, they, do they do they really have names for the quests in that game? I didn't think yes, so. Uh, they do. They do. Uh, I, I guess the lovers. I thought it was like the lovers. Yeah, something like that. The lovers. Mask if you play the, the 3ds one, you got to see the quest names. Hmm. There's the problem. What were we talking about? What, what what topic were we on with the? Um. I think we were just about to have a really long, pleasant no, we were conversation. On the, we were on the ray tracing one, so. Oh, ray yeah. tracing, yeah. But yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Ray tracing is not something that I particularly care about in and of itself. It's other technical concessions that I might get. Honestly, nah. I probably wouldn't care that much either, to be honest. Jen, you should send me one of your next-gen consoles, the one that you're going to use less, and I'll use it. All right. You got the money to send me a Series S, don't you? Yeah. Like, let's just say this much because I've been like calculating because I, I just don't have a job and I ran out of money. <laughs> I've been calculating about how, how, what systems to get and when to get them. I already got this all planned out. And the good old, good old chem noggin here. Yeah, definitely for you in your position. If you have to have one, just get the PS5 and then get the Xbox later. Yeah, at this I point, I'm, like, even if I wasn't gonna. Even if we weren't in the position that we are in now, I still would have waited for the, the yeah. Xbox. I would have waited till when Halo came out. I really wish these honest. just came out next year. Like there's, there's less and less reason to play any of them. People are excited for the PS5, like mainly because there's a remake of a PS3 game on it. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the point? Put them out next year. Put them out when the games are actually coming out. If one of the biggest games people are waiting for is being delayed to like middle December. Do it next year. One of I'm the kind of one of the PlayStation Four or F- PlayStation Five launch titles that Heavy Rigs game or whatever it is got delayed, and some people pre-ordered a bundle of that one. <laughs> There's a pack and bundle, so like I don't know what I'm getting now or when. Got delayed to next year. I I'm legitimately con- confused on like how this is going to go when these finally come out, just because normally, you know, during the normal times. We would have a console come out and it'd be like hotcakes sold out it's gone no one can get one because everybody bought it for christmas mm-hmm. but now i'm like because of the state of things like it's not that people don't want the new consoles but between new games not coming out and the fact that a lot of people probably are being pretty penny pinched by circumstances in their life because you know this year was this year um i, I really anticipate that they will probably undershoot their target sales goals mm. i'm assuming they probably are planning for that and that might be why they're like oh there will be like you know more release later there might be like a very small launch comparatively to before mm. like you know just less available just because they know if you know they know 
530 people want it, but they have enough for 470. They'll put out the 470 because they know they'll sell that many instead of putting out 550, which then they'll just be sitting on the shelf. Because, like, it's better to have them... When a new thing comes out, it's better to have it scarce to drive up more demand for it than to have too much out there and then no one buy it. Right. That's how Nintendo's been operating on everything. It sucks from a consumer standpoint, but from a company standpoint, it's better to force scarcity and, like, even if it's, you know, like, you know, to your benefit just because you don't have to make as many right now, force that, drive up demand and, like, you know, you know, attention for it and then release more later. I'm also not a businessman, nor am I a librarian, so don't listen to me on this. This is just my guess on it, just from being a Nintendo fan and trying to buy Amiibos. Yep. Although, they waited too long, and now I don't give a shit. I just want my Banjo Amiibo now, and that's it. That's the only one I want. At I want this the Banjo point, Amiibo. At this point, I just want to complete the Smash set, which isn't going to end at this fucking point. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Animal uh, Alchemy Fox got her entire Animal Crossing collection, and she managed she to do it just buying they... them all off of Five Below. She buy um the the amiibos or the cards. So amiibos, but sometimes she got cards just because of um just because of certain workarounds she did. Like I think she mm-hmm. managed to get um one of these amiibos by buying a really bad like animal crossing themed mario party clone for the wii u mm-hmm. where the game itself cost less than the amiibo on its own would oh, i almost bought that to get the isbel one because you yeah could yeah buy isbel and digsby or dig her brother you could buy um dixby i don't remember his name but you could buy those together with the game for like 20 bucks or buy each amiibo for 15 yeah yeah so it was just like sure we'll take this video game paperweight <laughs> including Isabel and uh and and Digsby. We don't have much news left, let's see, cuz it's really been pretty slow. Um yeah. Mario 3D All-Stars is getting an inverted camera control patch. Whoa. I forgot I bought that collection. I forgot I had that as well. It's still wrapped in because sealed. Because they point. aren't fun to play handheld. Yeah. I wanted to play Galaxy and it's not fun handheld because I bet it isn't. they did nothing you press the right trigger or something, it brings up a, um, we call it a, like you can use the right analog for like the Wii pointer. It doesn't work that well. Or you can use, um, you can drag your finger on the touch screen. It's not meant for handheld play. Yeah. And that's what I wanted it for. It's funny because that's actually literally the opposite reason why I would pick up the pack. I want to pick up the pack so I can play Mario Galaxy on something that has motion controls because I never owned a Wii. So to me, I'm like, like I want the Gal- I want to get the that copy of Galaxy so that I can experience that game I mean, in a way that I can't. Like, I mean, as far as like, I mean, like um, on TV, it's fine. I think they did a good job with translating that to the TV. It's just translating that to handheld, which is half the reason of owning a Switch. It's um a piss poor experience. Yeah. I would say it's ninety five the reason percent of the reason why i own the switch is so i can play this handheld yeah. and then when i was reading the reviews about it not being great in handheld that fucking crushed me at I this like... point i'm just like i mean i might get another copy just a hawk later on down the line but i don't know if i'm even gonna play this game like i kind of only have it at this point because i knew it was going to be nintendo doing their thing and i like to have weird ports and like 
you know, artificial scarcity bullshit in my collection. Like, I know yeah. they just feed into their bullshit, but oh. I'm like, that's literally what I like to have. Speaking of artificial scarcity bullshit, so it, this is another thing that they announced. They announced the, the first Fire Emblem game, yeah? Yeah. Oh, how Did long? Is hear... that only available for a week? No. So it's available around the same time as the Mario collection. So you can't buy this. You could only buy it digitally, and it's only to a certain time. If you want the physical edition, well, good luck. It sold out within an hour. Yeah, because I was going to try and get a hold of that for my girlfriend. Because, like, even though it's just two NES games on there, but it had, like, a bunch of extra stuff. I yeah. was like, oh, I could get that for her. Like, she'd yeah. enjoy that. It's already gone. And I didn't think it went up on on Amazon. Yeah. It it went up, and it was gone within an hour. I was just like, well, what the, the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, Fire Emblem does, it's not even on Amazon for that collection. I think it may have been Nintendo only or something. But, like, it's $6 for the download, but I don't, I'm getting really tired of them doing this, you know, limited time only download. It's like, it's a fucking digital game. Yep. So it it's gonna get to that point where like what the fuck what's your fucking reasoning with this point Nintendo what the hell there's no anniversary I mean I get it for the the stupid Mario collection one it's oh, anniversary thirty five ho 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 but I don't understand why the fuck are they gonna do this so when whenever Skyward Sword comes out are they gonna do oh yeah so it's only available up to March of next year or twenty twenty two you gonna do that shit again they probably will. I wouldn't be surprised, but why the fuck are they doing this? It's really weird that all of a sudden they started doing this exclusivity. Because you know what they are? Bullshit. Nintendo is Disney. Yep. They want to be the vault, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll buy the, that um, Fire Emblem thing when it comes out. Because, I mean, it's six bucks. Like, I'm not buying it because, oh, you know, I have to get it now. It's like, it's six bucks. I'll, I'll just kind of, I kind of am interested to see how Fire Emblem started a little bit, even though I can't get in that series. But it's like... I mean, I, I would probably buy that at launch anyway, so there's no need to do, like, the scarcity for it in, like, the limited time. Yeah. Like, no one's going to rush out and be like, I need to buy this digital game now. Yeah, at this point, unless someone reminds me, I'm probably going to forget this came out. Mm. I'm going to forget until, like, April, and then I'll be like, oh, shit, I totally forgot this came out. That's what's going to happen. Basically. I don't know. Mm. Mario's just making me sad. Nintendo's just making miss, me sad at this point. I miss sad you know, my, my my friend who is a Nintendo fanboy would not mention any of this. I brought this up to him and I was like, "What the hell do you think Nintendo's doing?" And he just like was like, "What?" It wasn't Gray, was it? No, no. It's another Gray. person. Another another person. This is the person that I play Monster Hunter with. That as soon as Rise came out, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna play World no more because." You know, the monster designs for World isn't as good as compared to the rest of the series. I'm like, you motherfucker. It's just as good. The monster designs are just exactly the same. The fucking world is exactly the same. But just because it's not on Nintendo, he just wanted to show it. Yeah, that's how Nintendo fans are. They're just... They're awful. I mean, they're all like all three have like they're awful fans, but I'd say Nintendo ones are the ones that they're like. Mm. It really depends. That's a whole topic for another time. Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, uh, one thing I will give to Nintendo fans is they do have the strongest online presence of the three by far. I and mean, when it comes mm-hmm. to content creation, 
people talk about Nintendo things. By and large, I think 90% majority over anything that comes out on, on PlayStation or Xbox that isn't Final Fantasy or, like, a mainstay title from 20 years ago. But yeah, let's, let's, let's move on with this before I might pop something. We have one more bit of news, which I think I might be the only one that has much of an of a on a, a horse in this race of it, but even really oh. it doesn't affect me. This is the Twitch thing with the DMCA's going around again, where um now it's hitting more. RIAA took um like the record industry or rec- what is it the recording industry, uh, the RIAA the people who do the music shit they're handing out more DMCA's which like they told Twitch to take care of, but which there's not really much you can say against it because it is just how the laws work it's stupid that it works this way but like twitch basically just started taking down a bunch more channels a bunch more vod stuff like that and are telling content creators to like remove anything with copyright material but giving us no tools for it so like you like this happened a few months back i mean it was like three to six months ago where like people were going through deleting all their vods deleting their clips because if you play like say you play gangnam style like, I, since I know this from playing Dance Central once, it will mute your VOD. If someone takes a clip of it, it doesn't mute it. So that 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 clip that has copyright material on it is now, um, sub like, you know, it can be DMCA'd and you can get a strike against your channel and potentially lose your channel and everything for it. Because, But, like, you might not know at the time that it was like that because, like, you're like, I'm playing a game. The game has a category. Why is this not allowed type of thing? Nothing's given to you for it. If you have to go, you're told to remove anything with um, a copyrighted music like that or something, the tools to look through your clips is really bad because a lot of times you can't actually search them. You can't search them by game sometimes because sometimes we'll just pull up other channels' clips instead. It's really bad because I was trying to find one today from a, from a game, but I could not find it because it would not pick up pull up my clips from that game it would pick up everyone else's despite the fact i was in my clip creator yeah you go in the clip creator and it's like clips from other channels then clips of your channel and you have to like then sift through and it's not categorized in any meaningful way it's just by order of how recent they are which if you're a larger channel and you have dozens of clips getting created by people it becomes trouble to sift through like, I'm not even, like, that big of a channel in the grand scheme of things, and I can't sift through my clips easily enough to find them. Like, I still have, like, you know, several thousand clips from three years, because, you know, whether I hit the clip button on my thing, someone clipped it, a bot came through and clipped something. So it's just filled with that, and a lot of them just say, like, the stream name, or the title name for my stream, and trying to sift through them, like, was there something in this one? It's kind of easier for me because I don't play anything with copyrighted music in it. And that's the same thing for me. The only music that I have is um, cover songs that that I know are already legitimately licensed by people I personally know. So Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, then I should be safe even if a piece of that intro music was ever caught. Mm -hmm. And then it would just be muted anyway. Yeah. So, like, for me, the most I'd have to worry about is, say, I play Final Fantasy XII again and the intro gets muted. Because it happens all the time. Or, like, you know, the intro part to maybe Super Metroid. Like, if you put these on YouTube, Nintendo, Square Enix will claim them. But, like, I would only worry about a licensed song. Like, if I played Final Fantasy XV, that, that version of Stand By Me plays, I would just mute my, my audio feed right there. 
because that might give you a DMCA strike. Yeah. Like, I would say the... Um, it's kind of one of those interesting sort of, like, I am not on Twitch's side with this, obviously, because it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, how, how can you be? It's It's affecting the creators. From my perspective, I've always been annoyed by non-diegetic music being included over um streaming of video games so you know like you said it it doesn't really play into us because we we don't use things that would really fall under that category it's awful that it's happening and yeah i do think that they should get better tooling or maybe just better automation to mute clips that fall under the dmca blanket i mean it's like they basically just spurred into we're gonna do this now because we were asked to without thinking of what they could do as a company to actually facilitate this process better uh there was no onus on their part to try and protect their creator user base at all um which is the frustrating part of this personally i don't have anything about the the DMCA. I mean, all my AKB stuff got taken down. That's the only thing. That's fine. Like it's, I mean, it for sucks. now, it's fine. Like, and if I were to speed run the game anyway, I would mute the music anyway. Yeah. So I'll bet this is it's also like, why they were shutting down Twitch things. I think they were shutting down because since it's a rolling um, licensing agreement, like say, like you play. You know, living on a prayer today, and then tomorrow the license runs out, and they're like, "Well, we're not going to have it up anymore." Well, now they have to take down. You have to go back through and take that down themselves yourself because um, those vods won't get like a sweep back through. And say they don't, right. and someone finds it, and reports it. It's on you, not on Twitch. Even though it was literally their platform, it was so, their platform that made it. But it's up to you because you need to know how the company that you know runs everything. You need to know do the things for them instead. See, like, I wonder how, like, people who do, like, the Rocksmith or karaoke stuff, I wonder how they're handling it. So, Tofu does um, Rocksmith. Like, he does bass streams with that. And I've gone back, and every time he plays a song, it's, his VOD gets muted. So, oh, okay. So, the VOD automatically just mutes it. Right. So, it, and with stuff like that, too, with his, I don't think people go back to the VOD unless something... Like, for games, I can kind of understand where you go back through for that. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to see you play through this part. If it's for music and you know they do the same type of thing every day, you can go again. Because the more, the thing with the live, the music is you have any request, um, the interaction there. So, like, going back through it without having that interaction just for music, you can just look up the song mm. type of thing. So, I think for them it's fine. But, like, say it's, like, a band. Because wasn't it like some of the AKB people or something or some J-pop band, they started a Twitch channel and then their own stream got like a DMCA or got muted for using their yeah. own song, even though the yeah. company is the one that set it up. Yeah. Someone's like, how does that happen? It's like, because Twitch doesn't have a thing, I think, set up where you have to, after your things get taken down, you can appeal it to show that you have the license. Not before. You can't put in there, I'm like, well, I have a license for this like, I think some, like, Monster Cat, like, their stuff should be in your system that you're using on that channel. But, like, you can't go on Twitch, like, somewhere in the dashboard, like, here is my license for this, this, and this. Please don't mute it. Or, like, you know, I was I was told by Yoshi P that I could, you know, use this song from his game because he talked to the guy who made it and they said it was fine. You can't, like, put that anywhere. You have to come up with that later after you've already gotten the strike against you. 
So there's no preventative me measures you can take other than don't do anything, which yeah. for certain people, if you're creative, it's impossible. And like, I don't know, like, like I only use game music. I don't think anyone's going to come after me for using the Ring Terror's Realm, like <laughs> second floor theme. Because I, I don't think anyone's going to claim ownership of that song. <laughs> you never know. Some of my favorites that I had to deal with on YouTube, which are, are pretty common, are just like, royal, not royalty free, um, public domain songs. That they'd mm -hmm. be like, yeah, this is very clearly the specific 2006 rendition done by the Chicago Orchestra. I'm like, but it's not. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no way you could know that by listening to this, so don't even... The problem with the YouTube one, too, is, like, you are guilty until proven innocent, and even then you might still be guilty. I'm and annoyed I'm annoyed that I have to appeal it, but at least um, they have improved the system somewhat to now where after you appeal a, um, a claim, it puts you in escrow, which means mm -hmm. that you're actually going to get the money for those ads during the time while they debate whether or not you yeah. actually have for rights to it. For a long time, it wasn't like that. It was not. No, and it was terrible. That was the best change that they made that kind of sort of brought back a bit of goodwill, but uh, Google in general is a dumpster fire. Yeah, but the whole thing with Twitch, like, yeah, it's it's back. And then, like, to kind of, like, I don't know if this was intended to gloss over it or to deflect, but it kind of feels like it. Once once a day, at least the, it is said on Twitch that once a day one person will get the ability to use a golden kappa emote where their kappas will turn gold. And like the day that the DMCA stuff was like getting really, you know, like getting more traction, people getting pissy, they enabled it so that everyone had golden kappas to kind of drive the conversation towards something else. And everyone's like, yeah, but what are you going to do about us getting demonetized, like, you know, losing our channels? <laughs> what are you going to do about this, guys? I don't remember if the, do we still have the golden kappas? I don't think so. I think it was just for the day. Yeah, it was just for the day. But, like, they're not doing enough to help creators out. They're still putting it all in, like, our hands. Which, for someone like me that only plays retro stuff, it's uh, here and there we'll get hit with things that we need to worry about. But for the most part, we don't have to worry about it. But, like, for, for like the most part, we don't have to. But then, like, everyone else, like, it depends on your game. Like, you can't do... Like, creatives are going to have an issue. People who are playing more popular games. Like, say you're playing Grand Theft Auto. Um, and, like, G Grand Theft Auto um, RPs, like, for the GTA Online, that's a popular category. Um, you have to just shut the radio off. And just drive around in silence. Which is not exciting. But, like, with a game where it's supposed to, like, recreate the feel of a certain time period. Or, you know, like, you know, a certain feel. Like, the music's important no reason to even have it on now so it's gonna like affect a lot of like people's streams if you're just sitting there playing licensed music stop just stop now <laughs> like if you already know if you're gonna yeah. sit there and play like i don't know i'm gonna say metallica because they're shitty for it don't blast metallica on your stream because they will get you they don't yeah. care they will get you and that actually reminded me of a uh, news story that we hadn't talked about yet i don't know if there's anything mm -hmm. we can really add to it at this point about the um the google stadia debacle uh, jackass yeah where yeah, the google uh, stadia guy thinks that um like twitch streamers stuff like that content creators need to be paying for a license for things which i don't know what the proper thing is to do with this um i the way someone else described it was usually the way it is is if we're doing you the doing the advertisement you pay us because like i mean most of us playing some of these games are doing the advertisement for the company in a way like 
there's no or like even revenue share i don't i don't know the way the guy was talking was that we were the ones in the wrong like ever like twitch creators were the ones in the wrong or just content creators were the ones in the wrong for doing what they do yeah just basically saying you should have you should have a license for this because you're you're profiting off of other people's work Mm. um without without go ahead I say, which is funny of someone from Google to say that because their entire yeah their their entire side platform like the guy yeah in, in addition to clearly demonstrating a lack of understanding of his own company uh, the guy also demonstrated like he had, he developed on a lot of games so it really reflects just how dissociated he is from from, from what the average like audience or or player of his games want or participate in like for him the buck stops at the games released and they bought it cool and there's not really any further understanding of community or or the fans or the gamers like i i can tell this is the kind of guy who's like just like sliced off i'm a i'm a game dev i make the game there there goes the game and uh he doesn't really think about it after that it's really funny for someone who's working on Stadia, which is a failed platform at the moment, <laughs> to really be railing against people. I'm like, you guys really should have turned, t- like, if you guys actually really wanted Stadia to succeed, you probably should have, like, teamed up with creatives or content creators in general to use your platform to promote it. Because as it stands, um, we're all just shitting on it because it sucks. You really should have teamed up with people to promote that thing. And this is the nail in the coffin. I mean, they had him pull all of his affiliations with um google and the uh, and his work with google stadia not long after he sent this tweet because it was directly negatively impacting them on a pr front which Mm. naturally but i just find it funny that the guy like i don't think he ever really apologized or doubled back on his comments after that like he he took down what was in his profile referencing google stadia to protect the company but I don't think he ever came back and really acknowledged that he gets it or that he's no, sorry he's for making to. his claims. Like, okay, cool. You're just, it's and and like you said, it's not even from a compromising like perspective. It's just straight up like, yeah, you guys should buy licenses. You don't deserve to be able to use our work even transformatively. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, a lot of games are gonna suffer. Like, will suffer without like this aspect right now. You cannot remove live streaming content creation youtube videos anything from how games are nowadays because they really do like like among us like not this is just me throwing out a game like that among us and fall guys got where it is because of content creators and live streamers not that either of those companies are against it they were very pro working with them because they know how important it is we are the new version of like you know x play like you know g4 where they would have games on that like we're the new version of the media where you'd find out about this with the new IGN, this, people don't yeah. really go to to game review sites anymore to know whether or not a game is good. No, they go to people. They're going to talk to you right now. Like, you're playing this game. Tell me about it. How does it feel? Like, well, you know, it feels like this. Because you find out right then and there. You can ask a specific question and get a specific answer back. Why would you go like, well, you know, IGN gave this a nine. Yeah, but you had to read the whole thing about it when you could ask me. There's like, you know, it's fun if you like these. Like, I will tell you, the aiming feels a little off. It's a little clunky. You'll find a more descriptive thing in the moment than you will just reading a review or even watching like or watching a video review will be better. But like 
lives a lot better because you can see exactly what you want there yeah and you can see the exact problems i mean i, I could turn into uh what was it the porcelain uh <laughs> the porcelain lady or or whatever that game was broken porcelain Bro- broken porcelain yeah and see i think it was yeah it's broken and janky i, I, I and think it was cat playing it and she was stuck for probably a good hour and a half uh just going back and forth in a hallway because it was like not at all clear actually no i remember what the problem was there was a door at, at like the basement that you had to shoot the bar off of and because mm-hmm. she just narrowly missed hitting the bar with her first bullet attempt it didn't trigger and she's like well i guess i don't shoot the door then and then just mm-hmm. left for like 45 minutes to come back later try again and oh, this time is- it worked Apparently that game's gotten a massive patch that fixed it, but only on PC, so all the console versions are still broken. Oh, no. But it still shouldn't have released that. They should have, like, delayed it another week, but they wanted to avoid the Amnesia games that released it early. It's like, if it's going to take you a week to finish it, you should have just put out another week or waited two weeks. But they wanted those Halloween sales. I don't think any patches could fix that game. The story was absolutely... It's a... Completely gone. With Remother, the thing is, they're very much passion art pieces as far as the story so even though they're kind of like weird and out there i like that stuff i really like the story of remothered one even though it's like an info dump at the end i like weird stuff like that so i can see it from just like an artsy kind of like up its own ass type of aspect which i don't expect it to be something if it was normal i wouldn't like it if it made sense i wouldn't like it but i i don't buy broken trashy mess now games that come out now like i know there's a lot of trashy broken games that used to come out but the thing is those can't be fixed those are already out um games that can be fixed now and have more time and people know about them and you have more time to work on things and delay things these should be fixed when they come out because we should be past this point where things are broken when they release we should be past this point where things are broken at release because you should have more time to work on them beforehand and delay them especially a digital only title but also we're at the point where they no longer have to be beholden to initial critic reviews because it'll be patched and word of mouth will spread and people will be like, yo, have you been playing this, this, this game? It's, uh, it's, uh, beyond shit. What's that universe game that no man's sky it's, it's called no man's sky. And I'll be like, dude, that game was mm. crap. He's like, nah, I've got it this week and it's great. <laughs> so like, yeah, well, I played it like two years later and it's fine. It's like, yeah, cause it was two years later and there's there's a piece of it that's just like you know maybe if we as gamers just wait a little we'll get better games in general release dates are really just a suggestion (laughs) for like this is the earliest you could possibly play the game but really it's kind of just early access unless it's a ongoing game like a live service game yeah like destiny I, i will argue that destiny was much better two years ago than it is now yeah things can get better and things can't get worse so i I wouldn't say wait i mean just pick your battles so to speak because by the time you you wait it it could be it could be it could be worse but who knows all right so last we'll get them some viewer or listener questions they're viewer questions because this is a timber taft uh audio (laughs) podcast um there's not a whole lot of them too long true um, we don't have a whole lot. No, just brief. Let's see. Um, Mako asked me specifically, I guess she says you, will I dress up as a medieval barkeeper or sorry, medieval beekeeper for Halloween? No, <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. 
What is a medieval beekeeper? Uh, I gotta look medieval. it up. Medieval. I have to like remember how to spell medieval every single time. Because you keep typing medieval. Yep. <laughs> um, it looks like. It looks a bit like an Among Us character. What? A little bit. He does. Um, my answer is no, but it's a good idea. That's yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh wow! One of these looks literally like uh, one of the people from The Witcher Three. So I guess she was supposed to be like some kind of beekeeper. That explains what all the stings were about. Oh my god, Polish lore. Oh no. Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm not going to do the medieval beekeeper thing, although it's an interesting idea. Timber, would you do that one? Uh, maybe. I feel like... You seem like a weirdo, so... I mean, <laughs> I, I'd be happy to do it. It is, like... I mean, probably not... Well, actually, this year it might work, because it's basically like you, you, you're fully covered... You couldn't be safer mm. in that beekeeper suit. It would suit. be one if you're gonna go to a if you're gonna go to a party. This is an excellent one because your entire face is covered. Yeah, and if there's a bee attack, you'll be ready for it, which is also True. a thing happening this year. Yeah, I saw the people. It was funny seeing those people taking out the um. I hate them calling them murder hornets. Stop calling them that. Just call them Asian hornets. The like I saw them taking out like they're in like those big suits to remove them. I know yeah. it's like I know it's like a big thing and they're dangerous, but it's weird seeing people in like big like hazmat suits to remove these bees when if there were nests of them in like my town in japan they'd call like three dudes at the town hall they'd show up they would just wear like flannel and hoods and like wrap a, like you know a, a, something around their neck so they can't get in their shirts from there and then they would just like one dude would stand at the bottom with a big bucket with a trash bag in it and some guy from the top would cut the thing off it would fall in there and they quickly tie it up and that would be the end of the bees <laughs> and then like and then in america they're just like well we need to get out like get the astronauts out here to get rid of these guys get the astronauts to take care of this yeah, and like the, over there it's just like you know fujikawa-san just like is coming over with his three buddies who are just like on their lunch breaks and they're gonna take care of the bees and then leave yeah meanwhile you got these three guys in the middle of the forest being like hey uh this tree's pretty sus i don't know might be some bees over here all right. Next question from Black Shotgun. Um, are you celebrate Halloween? Will Kyo dress up as Sonic? Um, I will not be dressing up as Sonic for Halloween. I'm not going to do a stream or anything, but I am doing something cool. Which by the time this goes up, I, I mean it will already happen, so I can say it. I'm doing commentary on a GDQ run. What? So, really? Um, I'm like I'm on someone's couch for it. So um, one of my Twitch teammate or uh, yeah, one of my Twitch stream teammates, um, Brogan, she's running detention, which I don't know. If, this is out in public, so you two just don't say anything yet. Um, and she asked me to be on her couch, so I said I would. I need to like play through that game again. I really like that one. That's like one of the few indie horror games I like because it's fantastic. Timber, you should play it. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, I think you've mentioned Detention before. Like, I'll, you can get it in a humble bundle right now. Yeah, like right this second. Yes. Oh, okay. I'll send you a link to it, but like it's a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to doing it. That's I don't know what time it is. I'll post. I mean, this is gonna be in the past by the time everyone hears this, but I'll um, post stuff in Discord for it and stuff. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because I've never done this before. It'll be cool to do it. I've never been a runner or a commentator on it. I think you'd be really good for it. I look forward yeah. to hearing your commentary. So I need to like either play through the game one more time or like at least refresh my memory of what it's about because that way we can bounce off each other because she's never done this stuff either 
So she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, well, we can figure that out. So I might even do like a, a you know, a, a demo run through of it um, with her on one of her streams like Thursday or something. Yeah, I mean, generally with GDQ, the expectation is that the runner is the runner. So she's just going to be trying to play through the game quickly if it requires mm-hmm. focus, like, which I imagine it will like, require some. It's a little bit. It's more of a point and click. Not point and click, but it's more of like an adventure. Like more like a clock tower meets, um, how do I describe it? Clock tower meets Ist? Silent Hill in a way. Silent Hill. Where like there's like you're doing like, you know, light puzzle work and stuff like that. Like you're like finding items, solving things like that. But there are still enemies around stalkers and there's no combat like clock tower. So it's not a walking sim. It's more of like an event, like in like an adventure game, a proper horror adventure game. Okay. So I'll send you it though. Oh no, what do you got? Are you guys doing anything for Halloween? I think I'm carving a pumpkin. Yeah, and pumpkin pie. No, nothing really, to be honest. Um, Chris Naga follows it up, laughing at who dresses up for Halloween, which I only read that because. Black Shotgun follows up. Is Chris a poopy butthole of no fun? And the answer is yes. And he's because dre- Chris is dressing up as Donkey Kong to go <laughs> with his kids to some like drive through like trick or treat thing, and they're all dressing up as Mario, Luigi, and Peach. And he has to be Donkey Kong. <laughs> See what else? How is uh, pumpkin spice season going for you, Timber? Uh, I finally went to this really nice donut shop um, not too far from here, and they had their limited edition apple spice and pumpkin spice donuts. Um, and the pumpkin spice was actually very good, more than, like, I. it was so pumpkin flavored, which usually with pumpkin spice they cop out and it's just sort of like, mm. yeah, I guess there's a little bit of pumpkin there and the rest is just sort of dough. It's like it's, it's cinnamon and nutmeg. It's like, yeah, but where's the pumpkin? Right. This one it was just like, wow, that was like, I ate straight from a pumpkin. Great. Eh? I, I do like the donuts, but also I, I feel, but also <laughs> I went to buy the donuts because I had cider that I wanted to eat the donuts with. And then I mm-hmm. ate the donuts and forgot about the cider. Nice. So I now I have to get the donuts once and they were really good. Oh yeah. They're always good. Um, those are probably the best thing to go with apple cider, really, especially if you're like dipping. Mm. Uh, food is like my favorite part about halloween more so than the actual dressing Dude, up and going around like fall and winter food is my favorite it's oh, just yeah. all like cozy shit none for me no thank you i'm pretty boring let's see um any good end of year games well if they don't keep getting delayed i'll let you know same <laughs> if they don't keep getting delayed because yeah. i don't know what else is coming out end of year games i think at this point we need to reframe that as start of next year games because i'll say like like current winter season games i don't know we'll find out when we have some yeah because everything's either a remake or like in the case of spider-man it's just like a guy den so i don't know yeah like probably play hades i think that's a safe bet um upcoming releases i couldn't tell you uh i'm still trying to make my way through the 90s right now so it'll be a while until i get to this point same um will you summon the ring um yes probably honestly if the ring thing happened i died in seven days you know at this year um seven days from now i might need that so maybe i should watch the ring anyway because next week's election week oh boy and i'm hoping my absentee ballot finally shows up girlfriends did today and she's sent hers in the day before me 
So I'm really hoping mine shows up tomorrow. Yeah, I really hope I didn't screw anything up because I got mine like a month ago and I mailed it in. I'm just like, I'm glad it came so early, but what, what, what? That was so early. Same, I'm quite worried. Shotgun finally asked, are you looking forward to Christmas? Kind of, I don't know. I'm a kid that came from like divorced parents. Like The holidays suck to me still, like just inherently suck because I hate trying to figure out time for them. Oh, what about you? Are you looking forward to it? Do you celebrate Christmas? I do. Days off are nice. Um, as I've gotten older, they it, it's gotten to this point where it's like, okay, well, now that I have like a job and the means with which to acquire whatever I want, it's a lot more... There's a lot less of the feeling of like, ooh, I'm going to get things, because like, I can get things whenever the heck I want. So it does become more challenging now where it's like, okay, well, what can I, what meaningful gifts can I get people? Because now it's no Mm -hmm. longer about, you know, what, what can we afford, but what, you know, what would be, what would represent my relationship Mm -hmm. with these people more so than, uh, just straight value. It's like, it's not just like picking things out for other people. It's hard. It's like when people like, what do you want? You're like, shit, I don't know. Yeah. It's like I'm like I'm 31. Like my girlfriend's bought me games for like we bought each other games for um, birthdays stuff like that before. But like when it's like her parents want to know something for us, so I think we settled on seeing if they could get us like a hot pot set. Ooh. Like you know like either a burner and like a pot or like an electric like you know pot type thing so we could make nave and like that we could use it. Like yeah. that's something we could use. I know it's another appliance. We said no more of those, but like that's something that we could actually use together. Instead Maybe of being an air like, fryer. Well, you know, I, I want that. That's, that's an idea. <laughs> Don't get me started on air fryer stuff. I really want one. But like that's that's their thing. It's just like figuring out what when they're like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like I don't really need anything because I can buy anything I want, or you know, I can come across something I want. It's more of like, for me, it's like in the worst way possible. Kind of like how few people can I get away with buying gifts for this year. Because, like, I would always start, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll buy one for all my friends. My friends and I, we don't exchange gifts anymore. We might buy, like, I'm like, here's, like, you know, oh, we bring each other some beer, maybe. Or, like, you know, every once in a while we'll go on Steam and buy each other, you know, a cheap game or something. But, like, we don't really do it anymore, and I don't have a problem with that at all. No, we definitely do it every so often. But it's always been gag gifts, so you get me, like, a slinky or something. I'm like, cool. That's, right. that's fun at least that's fun because that's something stupid because you know you're like what dumb shit thing is he gonna buy me this year and you get excited for that yeah for me not really mostly because i work so i don't really look forward to the crim- the crimbus all too much but yeah i don't know that's 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 there kind of yes and no i don't know i don't take days off because like i i'll take off like christmas day but probably not christmas eve um let's see Barry asks, will Cyberpunk be released before 2077? Um, maybe. Most likely, um, but a hard maybe. And then Burb asks, finally, are you going to do Japanese Halloween or American Halloween? I'm going to do, I'm going to be in my apartment Halloween <laughs> by myself because girlfriend works that day Halloween. I'll make sure to have all the candles lit and make it look extra spooky while watching like maybe a somewhat scary movie. I don't know. Maybe I'll just watch a Let's Play of Ill Bleed or something. Like I have that um I have that um GDQ thing on Halloween. I don't. I think it's in the evening for her, so it'll be like in the afternoon evening for me. And like I mean I'm I'm a horror streamer. I I. It's Halloween every day, so I don't know. 
My Halloween stuff for streams gonna be the day before, so I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see. I'm gonna be by myself, so I might just order cookies and uh, I don't know. I'm gonna Bro. order cookies and watch Twitch. The real horror, playing Layers of Fear again on Halloween. Yep. Well, I'm doing Layers of Fear one and two on Friday, cause that was the deal. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward but, to the baby running into the wall again. But that's that's all our questions. Um, you got anything before we wrap up, Timber? Uh, no. Okay. I don't either. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for listening to this lovely episode of Re- <laughs> Potosaurus. <laughs> wow, look at that! Look at that! The person being like, "Hey, you should probably stop saying sh- viewers. You should be, <laughs> you damn YouTuber. What you doing?" At least these are both my my shows. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. Um, Timber, where can people find you? If you uh, liked my presence here, you can also find me on twitter.com slash TimberTaff, where I sometimes post my schedule. But more importantly, you'll find me on twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, where I stream Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Currently, I am playing Haunting Ground, uh, and that is the, the big thing that I've been Itch. going through. Uh, you can also find me on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash TimberTaft, where I do post videos sometimes. It's currently on a bit of a hiatus, so you might not find anything too recent, but I promise something is in the works. Nice. And Ken, where can we find you? You can find me on all my Japanese music-based media podcasts, Ongaku Diyu, where... And you can find it on all the social media at Twitter and Instagram. You can also find the website where I do the reporting on the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can also follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash where I am doing the lovely Until Dawn. Well, actually, I'll probably finish it. But after that, I will probably be doing some Hyrule Warriors. So, Ooh. And then you can follow me on Twitter personally at otyken1 where I talk about Bang Dream Ina Aiba, Bang Dream, The World Series, Bang Dream, and Bang Dream. And where can we find you, Kyo? You can find me on all social media at Kyoryu Hunter, which is easier to spell than it is to say, but you can find me every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Hunter, where I play retro games, so they're usually horror or horrible, and most likely something you've never heard of before. You can also find my YouTube show, Retrosaurus, which is supported through Patreon, on youtube.com slash Hunter. Um, I have an episode hopefully be out this week about the Ring Terrors realm and the idea of Kusoge or shitty games. So look forward to that one. I'm hoping to have it on Friday or at the latest Halloween, but it will be this month, which is not that much longer. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Aloha.